Today's Hot Pipes takes a long look at the career of one of Britain's leading lights of the theatre organ world, Len Rawl, who died suddenly on November the 14th. Len was born in Tonypandy, South Wales, in 1938, and like many great artists, his music training started very early, at age four in his case. His family moved to West London, where his father, Les, built a house on a plot of land, formerly part of the Northolt Racecourse, and installed the UK's first residence Wurlitzer from the Granada Wandsworth Road, London, which, as far as I know, oddly wasn't recorded by Len. His first LP, Shimmering Splendour, was in fact taped on Len's own Wurlitzer in his home in Chorleywood, northwest London, and released by EMI in 1969. <laughs> Let the Heartaches Begin, a 1967 hit for Gene Pitney in the US and Long John Baldry in the UK. Len had literally constructed his home in Chorleywood, brick by brick, to house the 420 Wurlitzer from London's Empire Theatre in Leicester Square, so he probably knew a thing or two about heartaches. That same year of 1969, Len and his Wurlitzer were featured in the first edition of Robin Richmond's The Organist Entertains. Then in 1970, Concert Recording issued his second LP, The Sounds of Tonawanda, which echoed the name Len gave his home. Len had added a five-ranked chest, of which four ranks, a second vox humana, stop flute, open horn and a copy English post horn, were operational for this track of Friedrich Hollander's Falling in Love Again. Thank you. 
1972, Len had completed filling the extra five-ranked chest, also extending the percussion section, all controlled by the four-manual Empire console. He produced an LP, Wurlitz and Magic, as the first on his own label, Tonawanda Sound. Of the 12 tracks, one of my favourites is the 1957 Karl Van Husen hit, It's Nice to Go Travelling.
Graham was a frequent performer for the Lancastrian Theatre Organ Trust and in 1974 he was invited to record the 414 Wurlitzer in the Gomont Theatre and the 420 Wurlitzer in the Odeon Manchester for a double LP, Len Rule Goes North, which was subsequently reissued on CD. From the Gomont tracks, here's a song close to the hearts of the British, September in the Rain.
Incidentally, we could do with some of that rain here. We've had nothing significant since May. In 1975, Len travelled to the American Theatre Organ Society convention in San Francisco, where he played the then four-manual 23-rank Wurlitzer in the Redwood City Captain's Galley. A compilation LP of that event was produced, containing both convention and archive recordings. Len's only contribution to that release was Blaze Away, a 1901 march by American composer of Hungarian descent, Abe Holtzman. Most British organs are, of course, considerably smaller than those in the US, and the little 2-6 Wurlitzer from the Palace Theatre Tottenham, North London, is the smallest of the organs featured today. 
It was reinstalled in Rye College in East Sussex in the late 1950s, and after many years of sporadic use and decline, it was rescued and restored by Richard Moore. This track of Nesson Dorma, released on a cassette, Roll Plays Rye, dates from is now eight ranks plus two electronic stops and is used for a unique youth organ training academy. Len wasn't afraid to deviate from the tried and tested organ repertoire and quite a number of his recorded tracks are one-offs. In 1976 he released this arrangement of Chattanooga Shoeshine Boy on a Ton of Wonder album shared with John Mann featuring the 3-9 Christie in the residence of Tony Manning in Farnborough, Hampshire. Thank you. 
Malando's Ole Guapa, or Ole Beautiful, from another Tonawanda release featuring the Redwood City Captain's Galley Wurlitzer, which in 1976 has expanded to 27 ranks. That was recorded in a rehearsal session and shared the album with six tracks on his home Wurlitzer. Looking at the Discogs website, Len released several albums on electronics, of which I have just two. Canadian Sunset was one of the 15 tracks featuring a Yamaha D65 and it very clearly demonstrates Len's superb arranging ability with the subtle use of Yamaha's pulse analogue system to enrich the soundstage. Thank you. 
In 1986, the Lancastrian Theatre Organ Trust invited Len back to tape the 420 Odeon Wurlitzer, then in Manchester's Free Trade Hall, an instrument that was originally identical to that in his home. The playlist of 12 tracks is wonderfully varied and includes this thrilling pop classical piece simply entitled Music, composed and recorded in 1975 by John Miles in Leeds, apparently when he had some time to kill. It went to number three in the UK singles charts and number one in Holland.
The final taping of the three Wurlitzer in the Gradus Cinema Slough, Buckinghamshire, was made one evening by Len in some 45 minutes, immediately before demolition. Entitled, appropriately, A Fond Farewell, the album was released on a cassette. Fortunately, the organ had been well-maintained by the London chapter of the American Theatre Organ Society, but there was only time for eight quick selections. magnificent men in their flying machines from the 1965 film of the same name. The organ is now in the private Grange musical collection in Market Raisin, Norfolk, and it also features the largest selection of automatic instruments in the UK. In 1991, KPM Music released an unusual CD, Wurlitzer Era, 1920-80, mostly of music composed by Len and recorded on his home Wurlitzer. There were 69 tracks varying in length from 6 seconds to just over 2.5 minutes, many of them purely for atmosphere. Here's two, All's Time and Shanghai Nuts, and I have to wonder how that second title came about.
another first. This is the only solo track I have of Barry Mann's 1977 hit, Sometimes When We Touch. The organ is the 310 Wurlitzer in the St Albans Music Museum, another facility with a great collection of mechanical instruments alongside the Wurlitzer from the Granada Edmonton and a very rare Spurden Rut from the Regal Hyams Park, East London. Thank you. 
When the Wellitzer from the Granada Welling came up for sale, it was purchased by the London and South of England chapter of the American Theatre Organ Society and removed by a team led by its founder, Les Rawl. After several years of storage, it was reinstalled in the Working Leisure Centre, opening in August 1995. Extra ranks were later added, so that it now totals 19, requiring an extra stop rail on the three-manual console. While regular monthly concerts are held at Woking, as far as I know, there's only been one commercial cassette released. Here's Len with a quick-step medley from 1995. Thank you. 
another track from the 420 Queen Wurlitzer in Manchester's Free Trade Hall on my own from Les Miserables. Great to hear that beautiful ballad as a solo piece. A track from Len's One More Time CD released in 1997, which was taped immediately after his contribution to LTOT's Presidents on Parade and just before the Free Trade Hall was redeveloped. Len's search for different music to play led him to a pretty obscure country-western song from around 1949, Can I Canoe You Up the River? It did, of course, fit the remit on his 2000 At the Riverside CD featuring the 312 Wurlitzer in the Brentford Musical Museum.
while most of Len's recordings were technically top-notch, an in-concert taping on the 416 Wurlitzer in the top-ranked club, formerly the Government State Kilburn, which was released in 2002 as a cassette on his own label, suffered from being too distant. It was recorded from high in the circle, or balcony in US terms, but it is artistically special as it also featured tracks by clarinetist and tenor saxophonist Duke Blatchy. Together they produced this Artishore-inspired arrangement of Begin the Begin. In 2003, I had the pleasure of recording Len on the 310 COS Wurlitzer, then in the Ritz Ballroom Brickhouse, Yorkshire. Most of the tracks were made in one take, with just a few that required editing. As it was my first experience of digital editing, I was naturally nervous, but Len was a delight to work with, both in the ballroom and in my home studio in Buckinghamshire. It's hard to pick one favourite from the 21 selections, but I settled on Trevor Duncan's haunting The Girl from Corsica. Mm-hmm. 
almost all of Len Rawls' commercial releases have featured Wurlitzers, but in 2007 he made a CD on the 311 Muller in organ builders Laukhoff, Wackersheim, Germany. Considering that Len made many concert trips abroad, especially to Holland and Germany, it's a shame that there aren't more commercial releases from Europe. His playlists included Wien, Du Stadt meiner Trauma, or as we know it, Vienna, City of My Dreams.
Len made his professional theatre organ debut in 1966 on the Wurlitzer and Ritz Cinema Butter Market, Ipswich. The promoter was the newly formed Ipswich Light Organ Music Society, which went on to purchase the 3-8 Christie from the Isolde Cinema Clacton-on-Sea, then reinstalling it in the Castle Hill United Reform Church. The opening concert in November 1971 featured Len, John Mann and Sidney Gustard. Len went on to become a regular performer and society president there. To celebrate the 40th birthday of the society, it released a double CD of Len on the Castle Hill Christie and concert performances on the ABC Ritz Ipswich Wurlitzer.
Fools rush in where angels fear to tread. The Castle Hill Christie. The last Lenroll concert that I was able to attend was in 2017, on the occasion of the COS Northern Convention, where I was delighted to be the MC. As a fitting final selection on this extended hot pipes, this is John Leeming's recording of the March for ATOS, composed by George Wright. From that concert on the 313 Compton Christie Hybrid in the Town Hall of Osset.
among many other achievements, Len and the London and South of England ATUS were responsible for the 2007 restoration of the Granada Tutingwaritzer, resulting in the first organ concert there since the 1970s. Sadly, the pumps failed in the deluge of July that year, and once again that understaged gem was flooded. There's so much more to Len Rawls' life than can be related here. Suffice to say that in 2012 he was honoured with an MBE, Member of the Order of the British Empire, for his services to the organ world. For those who would like to read a comprehensive account of his achievements, there's a link on the playlist to a section of Charles Jenkins' Stories of London. I'll play out with Len's signature. There's no business like show business from his wonderful Wurlitzer cassette. Rest in peace, Len Rawl, 1938-2023. to Until the next Hot Pipes, this is Steve Ashley, signing off. (laughs) ¶¶